Hi, my name is Jing, and I want you to add your voice to our journey into China because accelerating success in China through learning Chinese language and culture is about the application of key Chinese cultural concepts in the proper cultural context. It's not about translations and meanings. So every week, I create a LinkedIn post to get other perspectives about one of 10 Chinese cultural concepts that I believe are misunderstood, but essential for understanding how Chinese people think, why they behave the way they do, and how to create more positive communication patterns that lead to more constructive cooperation. This week's Chinese cultural concept is Li Yi. And in this video, we're gonna highlight some of the top comments. Teacher Li Ping says, we have an old story in Chinese or an old saying in Chinese, which means we agree to disagree, to find common ground where both parties' li yi can be met. In my observation, and perhaps this is more so today than a decade ago, it's easier for Chinese people to and find common ground amongst themselves than with foreigners. This doesn't mean they are prejudiced. It just means that it's easier to reach common ground with deeper Guanxi connections, where Li Yi benefits tend to overlap more with each other. Teacher Li Ping also says, regarding how to assess your counterpart's Li Yi consideration, in the Chinese business environment, a key strategy is to build a Guanxi relationship, since Guanxi and Li Yi are closely connected to each other. Your counterpart may not reveal their hidden interests during the negotiations if the guanxi is absent and trust is not there. So we should begin by asking questions and listening carefully to assess our li'i's, our counterpart's li'i consideration. You know, I absolutely agree with this point. Assessing their li'i means determining what they really want. The biggest mistake most Westerners make during the negotiations in China is Number one, we like to put all our cards on the table, believing that transparency is the key to gaining trust. But Chinese think of trust in a completely different way. We Westerners generally trust those we perceive as honest, generous, and hardworking, while Chinese people trust those they have close Guanxi connections with because Guanxi increases the likelihood that they will receive preferential treatment, inside information, and reciprocate favors through referrals and connections. Number two, Westerners tend to lack patience. We just love to talk, share our values, and inform and instruct other people, which generally means we lack the patience to listen. This lack of patience hurts two things. Number one, it prevents us from developing greater empathy, which means we won't understand what the other side values or their li'i considerations and it prevents them, your Chinese counterpart, from having to take action. This is why Westerners often feel Chinese are non-committal. We don't realize that when we begin to behave the way we do, it increases their bargaining power because they don't have to do anything to get more information or concessions from you. Now, Christina echoed these points and added, Confucius says to be friendly with foreigners and Chinese usually are. But that doesn't mean that they trust foreigners. Chinese tend to believe that foreigners don't really understand them, so trust takes quite a long time to establish. 
You need to show the right mindset and have humility, compassion, empathy, and a genuine desire to get to know their culture better. You should be willing to give face by paying compliments and you'll eventually be able to build guanxi. Yes, you know, Chinese are very friendly to foreigners, especially to visitors. Um, this culture of being hospitable and giving face and catering to your every whim is actually what I call the Chinese honeymoon period. But this is where understanding its nuances gets tricky. In a literal sense, Chinese honeymoon period treatment is a facade. It is disingenuous by Western standards. But in a practical sense, it is an invitation to discover all the hidden treasures that China has to offer. And it is an opportunity for you to reciprocate, which is the first step of developing real guanxi. Dennis added in a comment regarding Chinese being pragmatic or xianzi. Just a thought here on the perception that Chinese are calculating therefore not sincere or spontaneous. It was probably true out of necessity when they had limited resources to survive. They had to think about how to best allocate, share, or divide what was on the table. So in my mind, Li Yi makes sense. This being said, traveling to China, I often found the Chinese to be extremely helpful and generous without any thought of payback. You know, this is another great point. Most Chinese people are helpful and generous out of the goodness of their hearts, and it is customary. In any country and any culture, there are going to be good and bad people, so we should never categorize any one particular group. Plus, we all know that China is not homogeneous. That said, I believe the key to understanding a Chinese person's li-yi consideration is awareness. And this is especially applicable to business relationships, where there are three key types of awareness. Number one, it's cultural awareness. Now, it's obvious that we need to better understand Chinese culture to achieve greater harmony with our business partners. But there's also situational awareness. The context of our engagement is important. The attitudes we might receive as tourists asking for assistance would be different than if we were a trade show attendee asking for competitive information. And the final one is self-awareness. You know, I believe the most detrimental aspect of myopia lies in the lack of self-awareness because most Westerners really seem to have no idea how they are perceived by their Chinese counterparts. And maybe they don't care, which leads to a lot of incorrect assumptions and false expectations. Now, Todd says, I often cite the, the English version of Ru Xiang Sui Su, which is equivalent to the expression when in Rome. This is an important mindset adjustment for foreigners to adopt before engaging with their Chinese counterparts. But there is a cultural difference in saying when in Rome versus follow the village. Not to mention that when, when in Rome is a cliche in English, so it's lost much of its inherent value. You know, Cliches by themselves do not have much value, so context is very important. The eternal struggle of Chinese business advisors, instructors, and trainers is how do we activate a mental, emotional, and psychological trigger that leads our clients towards a more meaningful perspective and the mindset adjustments that they should make to be successful in China. 
When in Rome can sometimes help frame the challenges of an unfamiliar and perhaps strange environment, but it's, but it's just the beginning of a long journey ahead. Juliet says, I think in many ways, the logic of Guanxi ties into Li Yi as it is considered an exchange of benefits. By exchanging and repaying favors, we can maintain the balance of any relationship. Guanxi is a means to maintain benefits, so it is critical that there are mutual benefits for all parties. Yes, so I believe it is essential for us to internalize that we have different value systems. Otherwise, both sides will experience extending benefits that the other side doesn't value. Juan says, what about comparing Li Yi with the Pyramid of Maslow? Everybody wants to survive and create meaning in life. In order to reach the mountaintop, you cannot do this by yourself. Hence, you need, to, you need the help of your relationships to advance and furthermore, the recognition of the larger group or community. Yes, he is absolutely correct that human needs are all psychological and based on perceptions and misperceptions. That's why in my upcoming book, The Chinese Honeymoon Period, I try to help readers achieve psychological breakthroughs in perceptions to create new business realities when doing business in China. But I didn't realize that it's similar to the Pyramid of Maslow, so thank you. Okay, I hope this extends your understanding and application of Li Yi and its relationship with Guan Xi. But keep in mind, improving how we cooperate across cultural and value differences is a never-ending journey. Also note that this conversation is ongoing, so there will be many more insights and comments, perhaps even one from you, that we can all socialize together. Just follow the links to get more perspective and share your experience, insight, and questions. Or you can simply just leave a comment in the comments section below. Look forward to seeing you in the next Chinese Cultural Concept review on LinkedIn.